You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're talking about the last episode of the final season, which was called See You Again Soon. Oh my god. Oh my god. For our OVA about <laughs> Katsuya and Kyoko. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we made it, guys. <laughs> we, we made it. We made it all the way to the end for the second time <laughs> for us. For me and you. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're, uh, I guess just a reminder is that we're gonna, we're still gonna record one more episode where we'll just talk about the whole anime as a whole, I think, and the whole series as a whole again and answer any questions that you have for us. So please send questions by, what day does this come, by, by Thursday, by Thursday, July 8th at noon, and we'll do our best to answer them. You can send them on, you can send them, ask through our Tumblr, which is Stay Together Podcast. You can send a message through our Twitter or tag us at StayTogetherPod. You can send emails to StayTogetherPodcast.gmail.com or you can use the form on our website, which is StayTogetherPodcast.com slash contact. And it'll be a good time. We already have one question. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I hope we get more because that'll be fun. But today we're we're going to focus on episode episode 13, the last episode. Yay. Yay. So we're going to do our spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. We're going to do our no summary. Spoilers. <laughs> There's no spoilers. <laughs> I just, um, you know that thing where you fixate and, and then only, I just really fixated on the part of my script that I didn't edit that says we're going to do spoiler-free discussion, spoiler discussion, stared at it instead <laughs> of saying what I wanted to say said that. So we're going to do our <laughs> summary and then that'll be summary and then discussion and there, there won't be any spoilers because <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the end. So we're still going to do spoiler discussion, but it's going to be about just a random series, not Fruits Basket. <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah, it's a roulette, though. So you're going to have to wait to the end to yeah. see what we discuss in the spoilers. <laughs> this episode adapted part of chapter 133, which is like the scene with Rin. And it was specifically the part with Rin from that Haru Rin and Momiji scene. And then chapter mm-hmm. 134 and 136. We talked about these in our podcast episodes. Episode 64, which is called I Want to Make the Effort. And episode 65, which is called The More You Love Something, The Harder It Is to Say Goodbye. So the last two episodes of the that old the old podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the one you're currently listening to. <laughs> so this episode opens at the zoo. Toru has found a teeny tiny mini pony by the entrance and calls Kyo over to look at it. She asks what animal they should go see. I don't know. What do you want to see most? He asks. That's how we're doing it. All right then. Elephants for sure. Uo chimes in. Why are there no giraffes? Hana laments. No one asked you. Wheels three and four. Kyo grumbles. <laughs> Uo says that they should have picked a better spot for their first date, like an amusement park. And after Uo accuses Kyo of being a wuss, but before the debate can pick up too much, Toru points out a place where they can go and pet cats. And despite the fact that cats aren't elephants and that your panties might show while you petting them, it's still worth it. <laughs> I was like, this conversation is a lot dirtier than I remember it in the, in the manga. <laughs> the whole conversation. <laughs> I just laughed out loud when they were like bleeping uh, Uo's dialogue. I was like, this is great. Shit. <laughs> Like Kyo just being like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is exhausting. Kyo says to himself, <laughs> "Is the next part of my script." I think in the in the dub he was like, "I hate them." <laughs> Same vibe. <laughs> oh, I called this inside the cat room. That's not what I meant. Inside the room where you pet cats. <laughs> it's a much much nicer cat room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the kind of cat room that you want to be in. Yeah, if that were the <laughs> if that were the cat room, he was going to be trapped in forever. It wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> he probably would have hated it nonetheless, though. Yeah, <laughs> like damn cats follow me all the time, and they'd be chatting with him. He would have company at least. Hana has found a black cat to match her witchy vibe, and one spotty cat looks at Kyo, turns away, no longer attracted to him or able to speak to him. 
Tora comes to sit beside him, cuddling a cat, and smiles at him. He remembers the day the curse broke. He watches Toru delicately picked up the beads from his bracelet. I don't know why she did that, he thinks. Maybe picking them up was her way of protecting me, both my current and future selves. What I do know is that loving someone isn't simple. It means embracing their yesterdays and tomorrows, too. Not just loving the person they are today. In the present, Yuki visits Kakiru. Yuki's applied to a distant college and will be living on his own while studying. Are you sure you're ready? Kakiru asks. I don't want to visit only to find your decaying corpse. <laughs> Doing is the best way to learn, Yuki insists. And Kakiru asks if Machi knows about all this, and Yuki says she does. My, 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 Kakiru says. Welcome to adulthood. Is it everything you hope for and more? If you say that to Machi, she'll definitely punch you, Yuki says. <laughs> he asks if Kakiru's made a decision about college himself. And he's going, but he wasn't originally into the idea, but was convinced. The doorbell rings and Machi arrives. Yuki's glad that she decided to come. You were on the fence, weren't you? He asks. Yes, because I would rather have you all to myself. Ah, Kakiru says. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you jerk. I want to avoid you saying stuff like that, Machi protests. Welcome to adulthood. Is it everything you've hoped for? He asks, and Machi punches him straight in the face. I did warn you, Yuki says. Back at the zoo, it's time to head home, and Toru goes to the bathroom, leaving Kyo alone with Uo and Hana like some kind of nightmare. Kyo <laughs> wonders how Hana can dress the way she does and never sweat. Through sheer force of will, she says, and Kyo is like, I told you, no reading my mind, goth girl. Hana realizes <laughs> and says that Kyo is going to take Toru away from them. Kyo starts to stammer an apology, but Hana cuts him off. Tell you what, I'll forgive you as soon as you start calling me mama. Oh, so over my dead body, I guess, he says. <laughs> Uo says they've had their fun and to, and to cut Kyo some slack. We do actually like you, she says. Sure, you're dumb, but you're also a good guy and hard to hate. Still dumb, though, Hana says. Yep, totally dumb. Oh, agrees. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love they called him dumb three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she says, Toru is our people, our friend, our family. So all joking aside, we're counting on you to take care of her. Later, Toru talks about their graduation. The weather was great. It was almost as if the world was giving its blessings as they all prepared to take the next steps and leave home. At Jigari's house, Kyo and Toru have almost finished cleaning her now empty room. She recounts the day that Jigari and Yuki brought her to stay there. They were so kind and she was so nervous. And then Kyo crashed through the roof. And then they were animals and whatnot. <laughs> I've enjoyed the days that I spent with all of you. Never perfect, but always precious. It's sad, you know, saying goodbye to them. And maybe it wouldn't be if I hadn't have loved it so much. She tears up. Kyo hugs her. You still don't get it, do you? Everyone loves you. More than you realize. It'll be okay, I promise. This won't be the last time you see them. It's the beginning of a new banquet, right? Uh-huh, she says as her stomach suddenly grumbles. She freaks out and apologizes, and he's like, for what, being hungry? You're weird. <laughs> and Machi is Yuki offers, a key for his, offers her a key for his new place. I wouldn't want you to think I'm cheating on you just because I'm at college, he says. I wouldn't think that. Don't be ridiculous, she says. He stands and opens the balcony door and threatens to chuck the key out. <laughs> I lied, she shouts. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty is the best policy, he says, and she's like, you're the worst. There's still some time for them to hang out before he heads to school. He, he says the others are leaving tomorrow, though. She asks if that makes him sad. Yeah, of course, he says. The idea of him leaving makes her sad, too. I'll catch up, I swear, she says. I'll wait, Yuki says. At the estate, I guess. Ritsu and Kaka <laughs> are hanging out. <laughs> are you laughing at my punctuation? <laughs> or just my non-committal description? <laughs> Guys, I wanted to have fun. It's the last chance, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently, the hot goss around the estate is that Shigure quit writing. Michan and Richan scream celebrated it, and Kagura wonders if he and Akino will get married. I told you I wanted to have fun. <laughs> it's really entertaining, but entertained by how aggressive the screaming was. 
they really did scream scream celebrate and <laughs> like Mitsu is like the the demon the evil is defeated and Mitsu is like I'm so happy for you because you know <laughs> Kagura wonders if Shigeru and Akita will get married and if Ritsu and Michan will tie the knot as well. He freaks out, but she was just asking. Ritsu asks if Kagura will be sending Kyo and Toru off tomorrow with the others, and Kagura insists that she'll go for her darling Kyo's sake, not for Toru's. Mm -hmm. Ritsu says that everyone hopes they'll be happy, but Kagura knows they will be. End of story. They both remember meeting Toru, and in Kagura's case, crying all over Kyo. At the estate, Kisa and Hiro wonder what will happen to Shigeru's house with everyone leaving. Kisa starts to cry. Toru will be leaving tomorrow, and Kisa will try to send her off with a smile. Hiro tells her to cry all she wants tomorrow. There's nothing wrong with it because you love her. They remember meeting Toru too. At she shows, I guess, Rin, Haru, Momiji chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a continuity joke. Get it? Get it? I mean, <laughs> you're like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> Rin, Haru, Momiji chat. Haru says that Shigeru was laughing. Hintori told him that someone was bound to punch him in the face, but no one ever did. That's because we're all more grown up than him now, Humiji says. Listen, about Kyo, if he wants to leave, that's fine. But how dare he take Toru? I bet he just wants her all to himself. I want to pinch him so badly for that, jerk. You could always pinch him tomorrow, Haru suggests. I couldn't do that in front of Toru. But you know, thanks to him, I have another dream. One of these days, I'll get my own fabulous sweetheart, and we'll go visit them just to show off. So Toru has to stay happy too. If she doesn't, I'll be disappointed. They all remember meeting Toru, and in Rin's case, crying all over her. I don't get it, she says. How can you act like nothing's happened? Akito hurt you. Both of you. She left you battered and bruised. Toru, too. She scarred us all. And I'll never forgive her. Rin starts to cry. I can't. Am I wrong for feeling that way? The rest of you are moving past it. But me, no matter what I do, the mess in my heart doesn't go away. Haru, am I letting you down? Whenever I say this stuff, I worry that you'll hate me. You could never let me down. And I'll never hate you, Haru says. And he holds her. Outside in the hall, Shisho comments to Hana that they've all been through so much. They may be moving on, but they're all scared and hurt, some more than others. Yes, she says. It won't be easy, but they'll overcome it. He says the big send-off is almost here, and Hana is sad, but not worried. I think they'll be just fine, she says. And Shisho says he feels the same. And Kunimitsu, eavesdropping in another, around another corner, is like, Whoa? <laughs> <laughs> Forget exactly what Sani made. It was kind of like that. <laughs> in my note, it says, Whoa? <laughs> At her apartment, Uo speaks to Kareno on the phone. Of course, she's sad about Kyo and Toru leaving, but she's happy too. She's excited for them. She asks if the cherry trees are blooming where he is. Almost, he says. Then it's almost time for my own journey, then. You better be ready to feed me. Toru Soba, he asks, and she smiles. At Ayame's shop, Mina and Ayame are pulling outfits to send to the kiddos. <laughs> they must be glamorously attired for their new life, he says. And who will see to that if not the two of us? Sir, yes, sir, she says. But you know, it's not always easy when a child leaves the nest. Fear of what the future will bring... Indeed there is, he says. And that's why we as adults must make care packages. Stuff with instant ramen, socks, made outfits, everything they could need. <laughs> we send them on their way with a box full of love, so wherever they may go, they carry that love with them. And he remembers meeting Toru as well. Naturally, for dear Yuki, we must craft something even more exquisitely extravagant to express the depths of our devotion, he says. And Mine has the perfect dress to send him. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere, Hattori and Mayuko are on a date and discuss a trip to Okinawa. Hattori is able to finally take a proper yet hilarious vacation to a southern island. <laughs> <laughs> Mayuko, Mayuko asks if he's going to the send-off tomorrow. I hope it's a clear day, she says. Me too, Hattori says, remembering meeting Toru. Somewhere elsewhere, <laughs> Shigeru chats with Akito. <laughs> I don't know where this is. Some <laughs> yeah, else elsewhere. <laughs> exactly. You catch Thanks. Thanks for noticing all my shitty writing jokes. <laughs> 
Elsewhere, <laughs> elsewhere. Shigari chats with Akito. He wears a suit and she addresses. Since they're done with their errands, yes, they can go home and relax. But it's time to work, Akito says. Since he's going to send off tomorrow, they need to get as much done today as they can. He asks if Akito won't go. And she says that she can go visit Toru whenever she feels like seeing her. And I suppose that I'll be dragged along on these visits, Shigari says. Akito smiles and he does too. Always so selfish, Shigeri says. You think Shigeri does the mysterious laptop work that Karina used to do now? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Whatever whatever weird stuff Karina was doing, Shigeri is definitely doing it now. <laughs> That's why he had to quit being a writer. <laughs> he doesn't have time to write. He has to do mysterious laptop hacking stuff. <laughs> it's a full-time job. Yeah, obviously. They're like, we're running errands. And Kino's like, no, we have things to do. What things do you have to do? I don't know. Whatever. He has to manage their uh, Swiss bank accounts that keeps yeah, the exactly. uh, money flowing to the summer house. I was, to say, I was literally about to say, I have no idea how to run an estate. I'm not a rich, <laughs> like, you know, manor lord or whatever. <laughs> she goes, like, I think we should buy more yachts. <laughs> what we need is more vacation homes. <laughs> <laughs> more Swiss bank accounts. Anyway, at Shigeri's house, Yuki returns. He runs into Kyo and asks how the packing is going. They're pretty much done, it turns out. Yuki asks if it's okay for him to speak to Toru in private. She's in there, he says, gesturing to the living room as he heads upstairs. Hey, Yuki says, do a good job, stupid cat. Kyo chuckles. Mind your own business, stupid rat, he says, and Yuki chuckles. Yuki finds Toru sitting on the porch off of the living room, looking into the garden. She welcomes him home and he thanks her. They talk about the big send-off tomorrow. I won't get to hear you say welcome home anymore then, will I? He says. Toru looks away. But even so, I'm happy, Yuki continues. Happy for you and for myself too. The me that I've become. Before, I was weak. I wanted to connect. To be needed and loved. I yearned for it. So badly and for so long. But I didn't know how to reach out. Then one day out of nowhere you came into my life. You appeared and made it all come true. Granted my deepest wish. Asking nothing in return. You gave me so much. I'm here now, standing strong because of you. You helped me grow, made me a real person, accepted my weakness and turned it into strength. You were there always, giving me love and shelter, like a mother. Toru starts to tear up. I did it, he says, almost <laughs> relieved. I finally managed to tell you how I feel. It's kind of embarrassing, I guess. And Toru protests, but he continues. Honestly, though, I think it's the same for the others, not just me. You're someone special, bright and warm, selfless and kind. And yeah, things are changing. Our lives are changing. We'll all have new adventures in new places, but still, we'll think of you. Is she doing well? We'll wonder. I hope she's not crying or hurt. Is she happy today? Wherever she is, is there a smile on her face? We flash with some of the other Junichi smiling and looking up. Kisa and Hiro, Rin and Haru, Ayame, Ritsu and Kakura, Kareno, Hattori, Shigure and Momiji, and finally, Akito. We'll carry you with us in our thoughts and in our hearts always, Yuki says. Toru remembers Kyo saying that everyone loves her more than she realizes. Yuki approaches and holds out his hand, and Toru takes it. Thank you, he says. I'm glad we met, knowing you changed my life, so thank you. Thank you, Toru. Thank you, she says, smiling through the tears. I'll see you again soon. We see one last scene of Kyo, Yuki, Toru, and Shigure eating together, and then we transition to the future, where a little girl runs through a house carrying a little rat and cat stuffed animal looking for mm -hmm. Toru and Kyo. Her mom says to call them Grandma and Grandpa, but the little girl protests that Toru said it was okay. An orange-headed young man enters and says that Grandma and Grandpa are out on one of their lovey-dovey walks and not to bother them. Together, hand in hand, Toru narrates, and we see said couple walking together through hydrangeas, now much older. Kyoko's voice narrates, Have lots of happy times and sad times and everything in between. That's how I want you to grow old. 
And we end on the shelf at Kyo and Toru's house with her zodiac ornaments, Kyo's beads, photos of their wedding and their family, and Yuki's hat on top. And then cut to the end credits. Yay. And that was it, guys. That was it. <laughs> Everybody's happy. <laughs> Everybody except Rin. <laughs> but but pretty much everybody's happy. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. She's she's getting there. <laughs> I have a feeling that she'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But she has support. Yeah. She she has support. She's loved and cared for. Mm-hmm. That scene of her being like, um, like I still have all these feels, and I still not over this. Like, why? How can you all move on? Whatever. That's adapted from this scene where, uh, like basically the person who comforts her is Toru rather than Haru. So mm-hmm. this is just kind of an interesting change. I think they just wanted to like. Well, I don't know. I guess they wanted to have it in. It was kind of the stuff before that that happened was like adapted earlier or something. It's just kind of different, mm-hmm. ad- adapted differently. So they had to. Um, like changes so that it's Haru instead. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. It's yeah. a little bit weird, but kind of feel like it comes out of nowhere in the scene. But mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was just grumpy for a different reason in that scene. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I do like the like it happening like with those people, mm-hmm. like with her, um, like sort of venting to Especially you know other people to other people who've gone through it, like like the same mm-hmm. kind of stuff that she did, and then. Like having Haru comfort her directly, mm-hmm. since she talks even in the original scene, she talks about like being unsure if She's like, like Haru is gonna like me. like get tired of her mm, being yeah. a bummer or whatever. So I know I just like Toru and Rin's friendship, but I guess that's yeah. fine. There's no mm-hmm. Toru Rin's friendship. Yeah, they have they have lots of uh, lots of hugs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Lots of crying on each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> You're right. I don't. I don't have problem. I want to be clear that I don't have problems with the adaptation. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think both. Of- I think both mm-hmm. versions are good for different reasons. It's just mm-hmm. like seeing this version, I was like, oh, that kind of. I kind of like that for the different context. Yeah, speaking directly to people who've been, because like kind of in the first one, she kind of like she kind of like huffs and runs off and Kyo is like what's your problem what's her problem or whatever and then she ha- kind of has like that moment sort of like privately with Toru as opposed to talking to other people who were hurt by Akito so it, it is nicer to have her talk to like especially Momiji I think it makes sense mm-hmm. um, and Haru as well yeah because Akito was part of the I mean like literally everybody it seems like in the family teased him for being dumb because he's the ox but uh I think especially Akito, so yeah, that kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both people yeah. who've been like directly and harshly hurt by Akito, similar to Rin. Mm-hmm. So, make and have both like you know kind of been like, eh, everything's fine. So, mm-hmm. at least outwardly, yeah. so make, mm-hmm. makes sense for her yeah, to be like, I don't understand why I'm having such a different reaction mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Yeah, and then Haru comforting her is nice. You're right. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed, I probably said this when we talked about this in the manga, but that line that Kyo has where he's like, loving someone isn't just loving like what's in front of you. It's like their their past and their future as well. I forget exactly how he says it, mm-hmm. but I feel like that yeah. scene with Rin, with Haru kind of supports that too. But it's a nice yeah. um, sentiment also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's probably one of the, another of the big themes of the series in a way. Mm-hmm accepting people 
you know, accepting their their past and their mistakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And anticipating the, or like, you know, wanting for them to have a good future, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one thing I also noticed about that scene was like, did they ever explain why Hana is at Shisho's other than that she has the hots for him? But like... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she was just there. I was like, I was like, oh yeah. But then I was like, wait, they never talked about this because in the, in the manga, she it said that she was gonna like be a housekeeper for him or something. That mm-hmm. not she didn't say that. That was the arrangement. So that's why she was there during that, or like you know later, during that uh that scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so it's kind of hilarious that she's <laughs> just there and Kunimitsu's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, he's just like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did like Hana being like, well, I'll let everything go if you call me mama or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> at the zoo. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, I liked her um, phrase, giraffeless places are good too or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still can't get over Uo being like dick shrinking something something. It was really funny. <laughs> In the manga, it's just like your beep is beep, but it's not, <laughs> it's not the same. It's like oh, that's good. I like it. <laughs> I feel like Uo would be a lot more sassy than in this, um, like PG thirteen rated manga or whatever. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I also like Kyo being like, you can't say that in public, and it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. it's like the yeah the memes where it's like let whatever character say fuck. It's like Uo is definitely <laughs> like let Uo say fuck. <laughs> let Uo say fuck. <laughs> Good thing we put the explicit tag on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> I enjoy them being insisting on being their chaperones. I like the the way that it's like. I mean, it was phrased or framed out the same way in the manga, but it's like, oh, they're on a date, and then Oh and Hana are like, but I want to do this thing, like, and that's how it opens with them with the revealing that they're the chaperones. Victoria, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, well, what do you want to do? And Oh was like, I want to see the elephants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like nobody asked you. Just like I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, he's stuck dealing with them for the rest of their lives yeah. in BFS. So, <laughs> Hana has that memory of them as in their middle school uniforms, and I was like, "Oh, that's cute." It's been mm-hmm. a long time since we were reminded of that. Friends for life. Yes, I really enjoyed all the Yuki, Kakiru, and Machi scenes. Mm-hmm. Group them all together. Yeah, um, especially the one where. Well, I mean, I like that. Uh, well, I like Kakeru teasing him about enter uh, being an adult. He's like, "Is it everything you, everything you thought it would be, or whatever?" <laughs> and then Yuki's like, "Machi's gonna punch you." And then he says the same thing to her, and then Machi punches him. It's like great, <laughs> immediate payoff. It's like Kakeru being like, "Are you gonna be okay alone? Yeah, <laughs> am I gonna find you as a corpse?" <laughs> yeah, it's like he's definitely gonna die. <laughs> He can probably learn to make Easy Mac like everybody else in college. Yeah. <laughs> or instant instant ramen, as Ayame said. <laughs> he probably can't burn instant ramen. I mean, maybe. Probably. He just needs willpower. You, you can burn it if you don't put enough water in. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand what happened with this like burnt lump of like semi-cooked noodles. He's like reading and cooking at the same time, like Shisho or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the water boils out because he forgets it. Yeah. I mean, I think that what was implied was that Yuki is able to cook. It's just his cooking was really bad based on what Shigeru <laughs> said. He's not like Shisho where he's like literally can't do it. <laughs> yeah. so, I believe that Yuki, if Yuki probably has enough willpower to make instant ramen, so he'll probably be able to survive. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna find a corpse. <laughs> I just so, like, <laughs> huh? Like Twitter person, the person like setting their like oven on fire, trying to make garlic toast, and <laughs> like the toaster <laughs> oven. I feel like I've seen this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a Japanese tweet, and the tweet is just like ah, garlic toast ah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's gonna be Yuki. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely gonna be him. <laughs> He's definitely the person writing that tweet. Is definitely Yuki channeling yeah. his energy for sure. <laughs> I did also. Well, I I also enjoyed the um. He offers the key to Machi, and she's like, "Why would I? Why would I think that you're cheating on me or whatever?" And then he goes to throw it out, and she's like, "Never mind," <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I didn't really notice that. Uh... The Machi's room is still clean. Yeah. All her books mm-hmm. are all... Maybe like, they cleaned oh. it. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. they were hanging out and cleaning it. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe maybe she feels less need to make it crazy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because, because, because of her relationship with Yuki and whatnot. And her social yeah, support. support. <laughs> <laughs> From Kakiru and Yuki. Mm-hmm. From his, all his big, big brother teasing energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you can't have a... PTSD panic attack if your brother is annoying the shit out of you. (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. The most important thing that happened, of course, is that Yuki was able to contour her by her first name, which is sweet. Mm -hmm. I never thought about this until this time, even though we've literally read this already many times and talked about Mm -hmm. it. But they have that scene... Or maybe we didn't. I forgot. But the scene is like on the, <laughs> on the, the balcony, like the porch thing, and that's where they kind of were introduced in the first episode, like at the beginning of the story, when mm-hmm. she shows up. She 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 comes across the ornaments drying on Shigure's like, um, porch, and then Yuki's there, mm-hmm. and they they kind of. I mean, they knew each other, so they weren't exactly introduced. But you know what I'm saying. So the story kind of started there, and then with them it ended there too. So I thought that was nice. It's all full circle. Yuki was so awkward back then. He just had his rat army, and he dug out all her stuff. Mm -hmm. So awkward. (laughs) So awkward. (laughs) He just wanted love and whatnot, and she gave it to him, and now he's now he's a normal asshole, (laughs) just like everyone else. It's really nice with the um the scene. I like the way they voice acted this the scene at the end where Yuki and Kyo are like, like Yuki is like, "Hey, don't fuck this up, stupid cat," and he's like, "Whatever, stupid rat or whatever." It's cute. Mm-hmm. I like to put my own words into their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little sad we missed out on some of the uh, like teasing. Huh. They should make an OVA of that. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's still it was still a good wrap up on their. Uh... Relationship. relationship yeah mm-hmm. after the after yuki kicked the shit out of him <laughs> he was he got over it <laughs> that's what happened right? mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they had been developing toward that all this time hmm? mm-hmm. <laughs> an understanding with their fists <laughs> it'll never not be funny just like um <laughs> kimi kimi's basket will never not be funny they could OVA about Kimi's backstory. That's the OVA, yeah. <laughs> I have some suggestions. <laughs> Contact me for writing. I, I make jokes and stuff. I mean... 
<laughs> professional joke tellers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely that's a thing that we are. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did like that scene. In the to wrap up their their situation. So mm -hmm. And I guess also the fact that he like asked to see Toru alone and he was like, whatever, because he's not really nobody's jealous of anybody anymore at yeah. all, which is nice. <laughs> Yeah, the insecurities have calmed. Have mm -hmm. <laughs> calmed. <laughs> I feel like uh, we should probably talk about the like all the scenes where they're all like thinking about, you know, the send off and whatever. But I mean, in general, it's just like I think Yuki kind of sums it up in his whole like monologue at the end, where he's like, "Everybody's thinking about you and cares about you," and they all cared about each other and stuff. And that's that's the the, mm -hmm. the message. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> yep, it's cute seeing all the little like flashbacks and stuff from throughout the series mm -hmm. it's like oh it's that time oh it's that it's time like, oh, everyone's that... come so far <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh like with all the scenes with momiji it's like oh so long ago he was talking about mm -hmm. his mom so sad and like uh kisa and hero hero was so short and small <laughs> back then and she glomped him for punishment did we talk about the flash forward yet no we didn't <laughs> they it turned out they had a happy life together Mm -hmm. that's cute i like the um like we get kind of the uh the finale on the bookshelf which i think works mm -hmm. like especially well with the anime since they've had the mm -hmm. little the couple changes in the credits mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i did like how they specifically ended it on the same kind of shot of the bookshelf in the future yeah i've always especially liked that um tori has put up the the whole family photo instead of just the photo of her mom now her mom mm-hmm yeah, yeah. she's like kind of accepted all her baggage issues and like yeah <laughs> trauma around <laughs> yeah around that part her of her dad. childhood and that she put on her dad and everything so. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's cute and then mm -hmm. their, their family photos also yep there's no photo of kyo's dad i mean <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> i feel safe saying that nobody in the world has a photo of kyo's dad up <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he even has photos of himself. <laughs> yeah. Even he's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's covered all the mirrors in the castle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> A reference to something specific? That's for the listener to decide. Yeah. <laughs> Any other things to say about first basket <laughs> about this episode for now? Next week we'll we'll can probably look back at everything and we'll talk about all our our favorite times and how much everybody changed and answer any questions that people have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm good for this episode for today. Okay, a mm -hmm. short one. Well, it was like fifty percent flashbacks. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was like um, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> They pet cats. That was fun, I yes. guess. <laughs> Normal cats that didn't sass kill for, for things. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that kind of loses the appeal, but <laughs> okay. Well, if there's nothing else to say until next time, thank you all for listening and we'll see you for a finale. We'll talk about, we'll look back at the series as a whole and, and discuss that and answer any questions. I think it'll be a good time. Mm -hmm. Bye. Is this, do I say bye first? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> do some kind of wrap up. Oh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.
That, that's how it goes, right? <laughs> Did I do Something it? Something like that. <laughs> that's I, what it says I in the, the script here. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I, oh, thanks for highlighting it for me. Sorry, actually, in the script it says, thank you for listening. See you next time for a finale episode. <laughs> you sure you're not tired of this? Me, me yet? <laughs> of just all of this? <laughs> me and Q. <laughs> <laughs> so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs>